Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Starkville's most recognizable, I would say, local business. They've been with us for so, so long, and they've become... An iconic fixture there on Highway 12, and of course, two other locations to serve you. They're on uh, University Drive here in Starkville, and of course, in Tupelo, you've got Brupolo. There's no, there's no reason not to be at Strange Brew Coffee House this weekend. Start your morning the right way with a ice cold or bubbling hot beverage from Strange Brew Coffee House. I talked to our friends at College Corner today. And I've got some good news. Looks like they're going to provide us a little uh, a little swag that we're going to be giving away to you guys. So that's going to be coming very, very soon, and we'll, we'll definitely let you know the details on that uh, as we progress. But until then, man, if you're looking for something maroon and white, why not look at the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi? Two locations to serve you. They're in College Corner. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell, and you can always shop online at College Corner Store. Dot com. Make sure that Humble Taco is on your agenda this weekend when you come up to Starkville to watch MSU baseball. Or whenever you're in Starkville, you definitely want to stop by there and check out Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican Fair with Mississippi Roots, a most unique menu I've ever seen. Some Stuff that you just would not expect to find at a Mexican restaurant because it's southern food, just spun up and given that Mexican treatment. So check them out. It's a great place to go. Great patio Margaritas on tap, local beer lists, great wine lists, and of course, the food, as you know, is fantastic. It's Rumblings Day, Jolty. It is, which means it's another day for us to impart our wisdom upon the masses. Eh, wisdom is a, is a strong word. We're going to talk, and whatever you take from it, we just, we'll just give you. And we'll warn you that, I mean, if you listen to us, you're liable to grow up to be a fat, goofy, goofy mask-wearing, fake friend. Yeah. Speaking of that, a lot of the questions deal with that topic, so I probably won't get to them all. We will get we'll get a couple of them here though. Uh, we'll start off with our friend Justin Strawn at a robust 4:32 a.m. When does cancel culture come for thunder and lightning? Because of all the people you've had to kill, maim, and injure due to rumblings questions. That's a good question. You know, one could make the uh, case. Mm-hmm. Don't want to go too far down this road because I don't want to get in any uncomfortable territory. Sure. That uh. Uh, cancel culture came for podcasts under your watch first. Yes, they are. I've already tried to have been canceled. Uh, it, it didn't take. <laughs> you may have started the whole cancel culture. I could have been the, the, the. I might be the godfather of cancel culture. Culture. So, if that's the case, so be it. I'm sorry for this plague I've unleashed on the rest of you. Uh, who has an iPhone alarm that occasionally goes off during the show, and what are you being reminded of? So it's mine. It's yours, and I think you might need to do that. Have I've already done, done it. Oh, you did. Already okay. done it. What it is is this, uh, Justin. 
the the rumblings is the only show we do that doesn't have a natural 40 minutes into the show just to stop at that question and then go do my ads for the middle of the show and then move on. So because I'm not like going from football to baseball or whatever, I have to have a reminder. Otherwise, I would just burn through the show and never think about it, and then I'd come back and be like, oh, crap, Joel, we forgot our ad. Yeah, and we're not like some programs out there with canned ads, even through the ad reads every it's day. true story, 100%. Every we love our sponsors, and we love you guys, so we want to treat them anew every day. Yeah. Uh, I went down a Game of Thrones rabbit hole a while back. In doing so, I came across an interesting tidbit. The actor who played Tommen Baratheon was 17. I assume the actress who played Marjorie Tyrell was early 20s. She was actually in her mid-30s. There's a lot of creepy things you had to endure on that show, but is that the creepiest? Uh, so he was I mean, 17 at the time, or he's 17 now? Because that's, if that's the case, he was like 14 at the time. Uh, that's a good question. But I was going to say, either either way, that's that the ain't the creepiest thing, thing on the that's show. That's not nearly the creepiest thing. I mean, we could just go through a I mean, Because they're just acting. Yeah. Oh, Reet getting his in, manhood chopped off. That That's up there. In the books, like, Daenerys Targaryen is like 13 when she marries Khal Drogo, who is a full-grown man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm okay. The most disturbing thing of that entire show was, uh, what's her, spoiler, uh, what's yes, her name getting it. burned? Shireen? Yes. That it that and uh, Ramsey and Sansa's wedding night are my top yeah. two things that I would not watch again. Would not watch again. Uh, if you have a self-driving car, would you take a nap on your drive somewhere if you were the only one in the car? Absolutely not. How could you do that? I mean, that's a recipe for death. You will die if that happens. Don't ever do that. I'm not even a humongous sleep while somebody else is driving. Guy. Oh, I am now. I'll, I'll take a nap. Particularly um, if it's my wife driving. I, I want to st stay awake for that. I, I fall asleep when she drives. I just, I, just, I don't, I can't do it. I have before, but yeah. no, I, most times, as you have documented before with our Omaha trek, if I go somewhere, I like to drive. Like, I want Joel to Joel T's running the car. He's, 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 he's in charge of that. I, I just, I, I'm more comfortable that way. I relax better when I'm driving. I don't know. It's weird, but. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Alexandra Watson wants to know, you used the word unnerving the other day to refer to the weather. Can something be nerving? So here we are again. We've got juvenated things. What was the other one? Re yeah, it was juvenated, rejuvenated. What was that? What else was it? Oh, it was one we, we used it a lot. What was it? I don't remember. I can't. I, um, we've had several, though. But now we have nerving. Can something be nerving? So that would mean that... Something that gives you peace, right? Right. Because it would be the opposite of unnerving. But it doesn't sound like it should be that way, right? It sounds like nerving should make you nervous, and unnerving makes you calm. The English language, man. Could you imagine coming in and having to learn it? I mean, I guess we... That's why, you know, I don't want to go too far down the road, but, like, people come here from Mexico and they don't want to learn English. I get it, man. English well, is, I a, mean, is a crappy you language. Know, the Braves have a ton of guys, like, from the Dominican and things yeah. on their team that know English and can... I mean, you know, Contreras, their catcher. Yeah. Now, he has to know English. I mean, the Braves... Pictures. They got to be able to talk. Yeah. yeah, but he does every interview with a translator and mm -hmm. things like that when he's speaking to the public, and yep. I don't blame him a bit. No, I don't blame him. All right, uh, Jason Neal Gault has some questions for us. Besides live tweeting baseball and enjoying your fellow beat writers' company, what's something else the state beat does that the old that old Miss hates? Common decency. 
<laughs> telling the truth? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people saying that Memphis is an L this football season. Why? I haven't seen that. Everybody I've talked to said they think State's going to win. Yeah. No, they think it'll be a, a close game. Memphis is a I good mean, it's, program. I mean, it's not your run-of-the-mill non-conference that you just go ahead and put the W by it. But, I, I mean, if you're picking it today, I don't know how you don't pick a State I, I think people are saying that because Memphis had such great success against Ole Miss that they just feel like it's going to be the same here. But I, I don't think it'll be the case. Have you seen the Venom 2 trailer yet? I have not. Okay. Well, we won't answer that then. What were your thoughts on Blood and Guts? I was a big fan. I, I enjoyed it. But I, I'm kind of a AEW mark at the moment, where yeah. most anything they did, I would Look, probably and I get the uh, the way the last spot looked. It was obvious he was falling into a bed. Yes. But the, the, the psychology of it is good. Yes. You have to sort of suspend some disbelief when you watch wrestling. You do. So that's it. A match where there's ten guys and every last one of them is busted open. I'm watching that. Did you see where... Uh, like the reports were that somebody in WWE said that that match set wrestling back 30 years or something like it, that. Yeah, it did. Back when wrestling was awesome. <laughs> I wish wrestling would go back 30 years. <laughs> wrestling in 1991 and was fantastic. Yeah. Set. You know what sets? You know what? Never mind. We'll we'll be here for the rest of the show on that topic. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Robbie Falk, what is your favorite thing to tweet during baseball games? Ball one or ball two? I'm more of a strike one kind of guy myself, you know. <laughs> the only pitch I ever tweet is the first one. I always and I I have a template. McLeod's pitch I, and I, before the game will start I, on Friday or whatever. Already got it loaded. I basically. have McLeod's pitch is, and then I just wait for see what happens. Yeah. Do I need to say a ball, a strike, hit out of the yard, whatever it is? I'm ready, and yeah. then I come in with we're underway at Duty Noble. The darndest thing about that whole rant mm-hmm. that they had. Which was all erroneous. Yes. Nobody does that, for one. Right. I don't think there is a single one of us that no, there isn't. tweets ball one, ball two, whatever. Right. Uh, number two, and look, I, I like my dealings with Chase. I like Chase. I mean, yeah. He's Same a very here. knowledgeable guy. He knows his stuff or yeah. whatever. But he was talking about how he has us all muted. He doesn't even follow me. Doesn't follow me. Either. He doesn't follow you. Um. I, I'm pretty sure, based on the fact he didn't know or said he didn't know who was in those pictures, mm-hmm. that maybe one of the only other ones he knows is Logan, who's no longer on the beat. Right. Who are you following? Who are yeah? Who are who have you got muted? Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's anybody professionally that I follow that I have muted. There's a few people like like what do you I, have? I, I have you, I have some friends that tweet a lot of political stuff. Yeah. So I just don't follow. I follow them. But I don't, I don't, I have them muted because I don't need my timeline. Yeah, I don't want that stuff in my timeline. Simple yeah. as that. Do you have like, like Will, for instance, good friend, but he covers the Brewers. Do you have don't him have muted? him muted? No. Okay. I get, I get my still. Brewers updates daily. Okay. That's I've talked about that before. Like I have a ton of people who used to be on this beat, or that have that have moved on to other things, and I so I know a lot about Alabama sports from Brett Hudson when he was doing yeah. that. I know a lot about Auburn from Matt Stevens and Brandon Marcello. Know what the D-backs and Sons are up to thanks to I David know Brand. David Brand is tweeting. I know about, <laughs> a lot about the Minnesota Vikings because of Courtney Cronin. Yeah. I know a lot about Tennessee football because of Bill Martin moving on. You know, uh, Florida Athletics. Unfortunately, Scott Strickland keeps my timeline full of yeah. that. But those are my friends. Yeah. You know, those are actually my friends. They're not my fake friends. They're my real. I think they're my real friends. At least, at least it's <laughs> from your direction. They're real. It's still real to me. Damn it. <laughs> All right. 
I don't think I have anybody muted. Like, not one person. Not a troll, I, I not some, anything. I have some people muted, for sure. Uh, Linton Gilmer wants to know, Would you, this is a good question, actually. More likely, two SEC teams in the College World Series Championship or no SEC teams? It's two. Okay, so, so two in the... Two in the Championship Series or none in the Championship Series? In the College World Series? Yeah. Two is far more likely. Yeah, I think so. Because right now, I mean, it looks like one seed will be Arkansas, and then Vandy and State are going to be the two three. I mean, right, yeah, I mean, right now you're looking at probably at least half the field in Omaha being SEC teams if you just had to call it. I mean, right now, yeah, I, I think that State, Arkansas, and Vandy will all be there, and then we'll see what happens with Tennessee. Could Florida? Florida's a top. Yeah, I mean, it, and team. it's not. Gonna, yeah, it's not going to shock you if a Florida or somebody I mean, else look. Hoagland probably being is that official? Like yeah, is he, he is. He is. Having, he's out for the season. Okay, Tommy John. Okay, Hoagland being out hurt, hurts their chances. But I was going to say Ole Miss has the starting pitching that if they get to a super, well, they did. they could get in. But with Ho- with no with Hoagland, Hoagland, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, that's that's tough. But they still have you know the SEC still has some teams there. Peyton Neely, how many uh, gallons of gas did you buy yesterday? I actually did fill up both of our vehicles, but I have a caveat here. My wife had twelve miles to empty, so I said. You know what, honey? I'm just gonna go ahead and fill you up. Okay. And uh, my truck had like 90 miles to empty. I went ahead and filled it up too. I, I, I didn't like go down there with. I, I saw one guy that had three three cans of yeah. the, the, like the red cans. How much is your car gonna reek driving home with all that gas? Yeah. Anyway, I, I just I, I filled down. up our vehicles, but both, particularly my wife's, Need absolutely it. needed. it. I did so. not get any gas yesterday. I'm I'm good. I still have like two thirds of a tank. Yeah. I drive from here. To work and back. You also, know, I guess I, this is work, but from home to work and back, that's pretty much the only driving I do in a given day, and that's about a mile and a half. And while I filled and up, I drive a small car. While I filled up my wife's car, you know who's filling up right in front of me? I got to say hello and speak for just a minute. Who? Tanner Allen. Well, there you go. Just tell him that we talk great about him on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't. I just told him it's it's fun when I get to actually talk to you, and it's not over a computer screen. Yeah, because that's how we've talked to him basically every time for there the last go. three months. Patton Paris says, one time our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, used an idea of mine for some content but forgot to give credit to. Have either of you ever been a victim of this? Yeah. I, I oh, do it all, all the time on the show. I was like, I saw this on a message board. I don't remember who said it. Yeah. Well, Brian's had a tweet or two over the course of the last few months of things that I've said, and he's like, oh, I'm tweeting that. I can't remember now. what. There's been a couple of tweets yeah. that you've sent that yeah. just random things. You didn't give me any credit or anything. You just tweeted it. It's because I, we have an image. I'm the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> You're the straight arrow, so let's keep the image. You know? If I say something really you know, nice about somebody, you can tweet that. And you just don't hold your breath. Our friend Brian McDuff says, of the following food items, which do you have a specific brand? In other words, if you, if you say we're getting soda, it's got to be Coca-Cola. right? I'm not drinking anything else or Diet Mountain Dew. So, do you have a, I don't eat ketchup, so do you have a speci- specific ketchup that you have to have in your house? No. Okay. I, I'm good with pretty much any of it. Mustard. I'll, I always think of French's, like just the. Yellow like if French's you're going mustard. to the store and you're going to buy mustard, are you getting it's, French's? It's pro- probably I, I am because not it's, getting I generic. Mean, I, yeah, I'm probably not getting off brand. But right. I, I like if I go somewhere and we're having a hot dog and they got generic mustard, I don't care. Okay. Mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. I don't like so. mayonnaise. Yeah. Peanut butter. Uh, th- th- I will always buy Jeff. Jeff. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big peanut butter guy. Uh, tortilla chips, and Joel may have learned this lesson this weekend. Whenever I buy tortilla chips, I always buy Tostitos scoops. 
That is the king of all tortilla Amen. chips. Amen. I'm with you. Get as much dip in there as you possibly can. Those dips were good this yep. weekend too. That and, salsa was and, good. And, right? and your, your salsa that you I wasn't sure about. It. I mean, it's it was it was very good. I thought. Yeah. It uh, was a little cilantro-y, but I like cilantro, so. I put a, a good bit in there. Well, I mean, it was fine. Was it, it was was it hot? Was there enough heat? No, there 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 wasn't any I heat to it. Really, whole, whole jalapenos in there. There wasn't enough. Uh, and, right, which next. is kind of weird because those jalapenos were the roasted. jalapenos we had just for the day, for the tacos. I were mean, hot. My sinuses were clear for a few Ooh, days. I was burning. Dalton Lee, got any tips for being a first time house owner? Be prepared to be frustrated. Things be prepared to be frustrated, and, and if you're like us, we were so excited to get the first house. That you overlook some stuff mm-hmm. that a year or two in, you're like, why didn't we think of that when we were yeah. buying the house? Like, and look, we love our house still. We've been in it for over seven years, or going on seven years now. And um, But there's just some things now that we know that next time we buy a house, we will be a lot more picky. Going into this one, we were just like, house, we like it. Never yeah. had one. Do you, have, do, you do the home warranty, or are you a fan of that or not? Ours, when we bought it, came with the home warranty. Okay. Um, so you, for the first like year or two, we actually had it because it right. came with the purchase. Here, but uh, have you kept Ours it? ran out. Well, we had so much darn trouble with it. Like, I would call oh, it's a, problem, a couple yeah. times, and they were like, yeah, well, that that part's not covered, so right. you're going to have to pay for the whole thing. And That's what and happened like, with, our, with our air conditioner. They wouldn't pay to replace the air conditioner. They, uh, they wouldn't. There was like one thing that needed to be fixed, and they were like, "We yeah. won't fix that." And, so, but anyway, I, I, when it ran out, uh, I, we had some had like some plumbing issues or whatever that was. I'm still convinced should have been covered that they said wasn't. So we, I was like, "Why am I paying you people?" So we did not. We've kept we it because we have had some issues here and there, and we just felt like. Well, my home insurance now um, through Alpha has kind of a home warranty like uh, okay. thing through well, it, good. so it was. With that being added, it was pretty easy to say goodbye to the right. home warranty. Jared Thomas. That's a McCready question. I'm going to skip that one. Uh, <laughs> when is trying to prove to your significant other or in-laws that you were a man blow up in your face? For instance, we were renovating our house. We had some areas of paint to touch up, so I went and grabbed the paint can I thought was the correct color. When I put the first patch on, I noticed it was darker, but assumed it was because it needed to dry. Sure enough, it dried that darker color in multiple patches around the house after I assured my wife it was the absolute correct color. Then in my embarrassed state, I decided I would hang the new microwave, which is over our glass cooktop stove. My father-in-law offered to help, and I promptly told him I got it. Right then, I dropped the microwave onto the glass cooktop stove, shattering it in front of my wife and in-law, smirking at me. Always ask for help is the the lesson here. I've never had anything like that happen. Have you? No. No, not to that degree. I, I I take help when I can get it, and I, I got no problem saying, "Hey, I need a hand." Yeah, I've got. Maybe I'm just very secure in who I am, but I have no problems when I say, "Maybe I should know the answer to this, but I don't." Yeah, like I have no problems going to yeah, people yeah, yeah. when I'm like, yeah, when there's like obvious stuff that I think I probably as a almost 36 year old man should know the answer to. Right, I still have no problem saying, "I just don't know." Yeah. I go get I go get my oil changed. I'll put it that way. I don't I don't fool with that. And that's something that I think I could do. Hmm. But I, I would still rather the yeah, professionals the pros do it. Yeah. So. You get a free car wash when you go to the, the one place I go to, too. So that's nice. Rob Hadaway, on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, is Pete the Cat the way he is because the Clubhouse gang treats him like crap? Or does the Clubhouse gang treat him like crap because that's the way, because of the way he is? What do you think? Pete the Cat? Pete. Oh, Pete the big dude. Pete. Yeah, He's Pete. A cat. Why do you think he and Mickey are arch enemies? It's a cat and a mouse. Yeah, I guess I just didn't think of him as a cat because he's so big. Yeah, well, I mean, we're talking about a, who was he hanging out with? A mouse and a duck? Yeah, that's true. 
You know, the only one close to his height is Goofy. Yeah. He's a dog. Oh, Pete. He's always the antagonist, isn't he? Yes. So is he that way because they treat him poorly, or do they treat him poorly because he's that way, in your opinion? I think they treat him poorly because he's that way. Okay. Because, look, I, I feel like Mickey and the gang, mm-hmm. they're pretty friendly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Some of them, like uh, Donald, he can be a, a sour he can. case Very sometimes, sour, yeah. but they're still pretty nice to him. You know, yeah. I, I, I feel like they're a nice group, and just Pete, he, he just grates on you, man. Okay. So I, I, I'll say that they're they're like that to him because he's that way. Same question then from Rob Hadway, but substitute Neil McCready and the rest of the Ole Miss beat. <laughs> <laughs> what a setup. Ah. Because he's that way. Because he's that way. <laughs> Another one from Rob. I say that. You know, I've never spoken to Neil. I've spoken to him one time. It was totally cordial. And then that was it. Rob Attaway, instead of a festival of friendship, Chris Jericho had held a festival of fake friendship for Kevin Owens. How might that have gone down? I think it would have gone the same way. It would have ended up uh, At getting, least, getting put through the table. Yeah. At least then there's no swerve. Yeah, you know, no you swerve. just know where you stand going in, I guess. Exactly. Uh, A over S, is this team peaking too early? Listen to yesterday's podcast. <laughs> we talk about that. Now's when you want to be playing well. Yeah. Rob Hadaway, at the in-laws on Sunday, the Ole Miss A&M game was on, and seeing Tim Elko up to bat started a discussion. If Elko can hit but he cannot run, isn't the trolliest troll move to intentionally walk him on his first at bat to force him to be pinch run for? I would do that every time. Oh, Tim Elko's up. Walk him. Don't care. Bases loaded. Walk him. Has he been? I haven't watched enough Ole Miss. No, has he been starting? No, he's been coming off the bench. He has pitching. only because he hit. can't. He can't field, and you can't have him what, there. As, well, you can't have him there DH. as a DH. Well, that's what I was going to say. Has he been DH? No, because you have to pull him off for pinch runner. He can only pinch hit. And my, I mean, I guess if he hits one into the gap, he's just staying on first. Yeah. So. So he's basically homer or single or walk. Basically, yeah. Huh. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, I don't. Uh, depending on the situation, why not just walk him? I mean, it, you know, if you're up three, and I guess they'd pick their spot though. If they're, if you're Ole Miss and you're down three, you're not going to like pinch hit with Elko to lead off the inning because I mean, if he hits bomb, you're still down two probably. So it, right. But yeah, depending on the situation, I'd have no problem just intentionally walking him. And yeah, I agree. Uh, M over S A Swenson. Uh, can you give your opinion on the whole throwing pitchers a hundred pitches in the week in the multiple weeks in a row? I don't think you should do it. I think you got to man. I think the Lamonis way, while frustrating at times, is far better for pitchers uh, than it is, you know, for fans. I guess. Yeah, you got to protect your arms, man. And you have to manage your pitching staff. And I maintain that in over the long haul, as you recruit and you try to get top caliber talent to your school. You have a resume built that you can show mama and daddy that I'm not going to ruin your kid's arm. I mean, you obviously can never guarantee health. You know, all it takes one pitch to do something. But from a load standpoint, Chris Lamonis has a track record now of, you come to state, I'm taking care of you. Yeah. Uh, another one from Ace Swenson. Why is Lance Archer being criminally underused? He hasn't wrestled in about a month, I think. I'm wondering if he's injured. Yeah, maybe. There might be an injury there. But yeah, that's that's AEW's problem right now is they have a lot of guys, but they don't have a lot of of room for them because they only have one hour of real television. I mean, I, dark and elevation are there, but 
you know, those are sort of niche shows that aren't being, they're not on regular TV. I've never watched an episode watched. of either one except for the one we were there live We've, for. We have watched one episode of Dark. <laughs> uh, Richmond asks, the numbers may not show it, but isn't it crazy that MSU's pitchers seem to pitch better away from the dude? I know our fans are the best, but do you all think we play better away from the dude? Christian McLeod does. Yeah, McLeod does. Bednar has been pretty good either way. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just one of those things, I think. You know, I do feel like, though, thinking about it, because Bednar had the rough start against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't he have another one where he, he kind of got touched up? Yeah, whole Miss. Like, that was at home. Yeah. I do feel like they have been better on the road for whatever reason. Whatever reason. Has Fristo been better on the road? I haven't. I don't know the, the splits, but he's been pretty consistent. I you think. know, I was looking at his numbers earlier today. Um, his first twenty-one innings this year, Fristo, mm-hmm. he had only given up four runs over mm-hmm. the first twenty-one innings. His last twenty-three and two-thirds, he's given up twenty-two runs. Mm. Twenty-one earned. So mm. his ERA over his last twenty-three and two-thirds innings, I, I mean, I didn't do the math on it, but it, it's darn near nine. Yeah, it's not good. Um. His whip is almost two, but it's because he has so many walks. Like, his hits aren't that bad. Yeah, he is the classic example of it's not the homer that kills you, it's the, the, two, two, walks. the two walks in yeah, front of it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, where are we here? Caleb Hamill wants to know, if you had to pick the ultimate TV broadcast team for each of the big three college national championships, who would call them, dead or alive? Mm. Well, this is tough. That is tough. Especially for baseball. I mean... Like who is? There's no real voice of college baseball. I know who it wouldn't be. It's the guys they have calling it. It would not be. Hey, he hasn't done anything all year, but let's bring Carl Ravage yeah. and or Eduardo Eduardo Perez out of the closet. There, that closet's not the right term. I'm not trying to say anything, but, but you know what I'm saying. They're like they're just on the shelf all I, year. I, mate, is this hot takey? I think I'd want Ben McDonald doing it. You know who I really want? This might sound weird for college baseball. Dave Neal and Ben McDonald. Dave Neal is a college baseball guy. He watches it all year. He covers it all year. Ben McDonald is Ben McDonald. And I don't mind. I wouldn't mind Kyle Peterson. I was going to say, if you want to throw Kyle Peterson in the booth, too, I'm cool with that. I'm done. All right. So, football, to me, the voice of college football is Ron Franklin. Yeah. That's who I would want. So, Ron Franklin, and then for the color guy, Because he was always with uh, with Mike Godfrey. I don't know that he's the, the best of that that group. No. Um, I don't. I'm not a huge Herb Street. I guy was going to say Herb Street. I, I know he's kind of some guys like him, some don't. But when I hear his voice, I think of big time college. I do. Football. I do because that's just sort of what we've been conditioned. I'm trying to think. If there's anybody that just strikes me as you you really want that guy? I guess not. So we'll, 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 let's. I would rather go with Herb Street than the others. And then for the who's on the side, you don't want Gary. No. no. <laughs> Who's on the sideline? We gotta have a sideline reporter. Doctor Jerry Punch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just feels right. There you go. It? I want Doctor Jerry. Cole Kublik comes in second on that. And then for basketball, I like the guys they have doing it now. Jim Nance and Bill Rafferty. Mm-hmm. That's a great. That's team. It, that is. That's so. That's my three. So that's good. I think that's a good good call with all of them. Yeah. Uh, Carter Bentley, will the Ole Miss press score still go sit in the press box at Ole Miss when they don't host since we all know they just sit around in silence around each other? That's the ultimate silence. There'll be nobody there. Should be perfect. (laughs) Oh, man. We're we're, we're getting close to the cap on these questions. Uh, Ryan Sims, what's it like to be fat, ugly, and mask-loving and work with your fake friends? Shouldn't you just be caring about money? Well, I've been fat and ugly my whole life, so, you know, that's that's, I've gotten used to it at this point. Yeah, 
Uh, Joel's not fat. Not, and uh, you know whether I I'm think ugly, you're a handsome man. Well, I appreciate that, Brian, and I think you are as well. Um, and, and given the fact that we're both married with children, mm-hmm. um, we're not celibate either. We're not yeah. celibate, yeah. and uh, you know we have women that at some point thought we were good looking enough that they would commit the rest of their lives to us. So, I mean, I don't really have a lot to complain about. Mm-hmm. You know, any time. I look in the mirror. If I'm displeased with what I see, I can just tell myself, you know, a beautiful woman liked what she saw, so mm-hmm. that's all that matters. There you go. Uh, David Wilson, we hear about the curse of things in sports frequently. Well, could we be witnessing the curse of the disappearance of the black uniforms? We appeared headed to Sunday victories at Vandy in South Carolina, only to have it snatched away. Well, well. You know, the black uniforms used to be about the magic of them. Now there's a curse. Now there's a curse. I don't think this is... I don't think so. I mean, states play well in the pinstripes. Yeah. A few times now. I agree. Uh, Will... And, and I think they had lost a couple times in the blacks they before did. they got they rid of They lost LSU so. on Sunday and Arkansas on Sunday, and that's when they started stopped wearing them. Yeah, so I mean... They lost their first two Sunday games of, the, of SEC play. So. Uh, Will Frydenreich. Got a few questions here. What's your favorite holiday dinner? I mean, it's Thanksgiving. It's not even close. Yeah. Um, the king of all holidays, in my opinion. Yeah, because I mean, like when I think Christmas, our Christmas is it's always different. I mean, there's yeah. nothing that's like traditional right, with right, our right. Christmas meals. What's your favorite sports moment you've witnessed in the recent years? So, how how recent are we talking about? Is 2014 recent enough? <laughs> are we saying live here? Or? Well, it says witnessed, so yeah. You have to be in the Had stadium. To be in there, yeah. Watch it back to me for you, Florida State. Or the one here? I, I, I'm going to say the one here was more like goosebump raising because mm-hmm. as good as the McNamee one was at, at Tallahassee, in that moment, all you did was you stayed alive. You're still in the loser's bracket. Right, right, right. Your chances of coming out of that regional still weren't all that great. Um, History has made the one at Tallahassee even better because of what happened. Okay. I'll say the one here was... Man, that's, that's, that may be it. Okay. Maybe. I'm still going to go with the Auburn-Mississippi State football game, the whole from start to finish. Yeah, it's hard to go against that, too. Yeah. Our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, wants to know our teenage crush, Debbie Gibson or Tiffany. Man, when they were rocking and rolling, I was like two. Okay, well, then I guess when I like answer That was like 80s, right? I'm going to go Tiffany, then. She was hot. She still is. She's still good looking. Oh, I was going to say, like, if I had to just sit here today and pick, I, Tiffany is where I'd lean, but... Debbie Gibson's really good looking now. I mean, not that she wasn't back then, but she is. She still looks good. I don't guess I've All seen right. a recent picture of Debbie Gibson. There you go. Who wins the SEC baseball tournament? <sighs> Feels like Arkansas. You know, is there a the dark thing, horse in there that we're not considering? I actually kind of like State's chances, and I'll tell you why. Because State can kind of take care of its pitching and you're still running a good arm out there yeah not a lot of teams can do that yeah like who starts game one for state i mean even if you run like Cade smith out there yeah i mean he can that's win. what they did a few years ago with brandon smith and he pitched really well yeah you know he left with the lead and then it turned into something else so and i, I mean whoever's not at that point a weekend starter whether it's fristo and it really does sound like based on what chris was saying to you guys on sports talk yesterday kind of sounds like that you might want to start preparing for a Houston Harding start on Saturday of this week. Yeah. <laughs> but whoever, whether it's Houston or whether it's um, Fristo, 
whoever is not that third starter for you could start the second game, maybe. Yeah. And then, I mean, once you get to the weekend, you could just run your regular guys out there, right? You right. could just let Christian McLeod throw four or five innings and, you know, bad under the next day. And mm-hmm. e- either Fristo or Harding, whoever didn't pitch on Thursday or whatever, they could throw in the championship game. I mean, you have such a deep pitching staff that I think State – I'll say State. Wow, well, okay. I mean – Shocker here. I'm picking the number three team in the country oh, to have yeah, a chance I mean, to, to win a it. tournament. But uh, How many Braves hat and shirt combos do you have? Oh, man, Steve. Goodness gracious. Is it more than 40? Yes. Is it more than 50? I was going to say, if you just made me guess right now how many Brave shirts I have, mm-hmm. the over-under would be probably somewhere in the like 75 range. Oh, wow. And then when you combine hats, we're talking ridiculous. So we need to know this. I could probably, I probably have seventy, at least seventy-five hats. You know how many hats I own? Two. Oh, and that's just Braves hats, by the that's way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I know you have some. You have some MSU. Hats. I mean, I have some in the attic. Like it's not like they're all sitting in my. They're not like Logan Lowry's. You know, I have like a box closet of doom. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I still have. Hats kind of my thing. I mean, I still have all my high school baseball season, like all those hats that I wore. We need to get Ackerman all of these back MSU, the or have all the, these Braves hats and shirts out and get a mathematician to do the number for us. I have a good many state hats. I mean, I have the B hat from when, when the that, state that, that we talking, that, the Boston like thing. One shirt, right? And then you have, if you have 70 hats, so there's 70 combinations with that one shirt. And so it's basically 70 times 70, if I'm if I'm doing that right, which would be... 70 times 70 is 4,900. 4, That's hilarious. I like that. I and like the that. craziest thing is my, my usual go-to hat, I stick with either the home field cap or the away yeah. field cap. I usually wear only two of them regularly. You need to start changing it up. You need to be pulled the Logan and wear something different every time. I don't know. I've, I've always just kind of... It's like a... I see some look, new stuff. It's like a good luck thing. Like I try to wear the hat that, that they're going to wear that day. I don't know how good luck it is, but... Another one from Steve. Why did Taco Bell drop the Mexican pizza? Why aren't there marches for that? Were you a big Mexican pizza guy? I, you know, I don't think I ever had it from Taco Bell. Oh, okay. I never. I was not a big Mexican pizza guy either, but Steve, if you want to protest, I'll, I'll be happy to do You know, it. I think I'd like it, though. What all, I just, I've never been a huge Taco Bell guy. You need to go eat at Taco Bell more often. It's good. It's good. They're, they're, and their dine-in's back open now. You don't have to sit there in the drive-thru anymore. Uh, Hunter Manis, if you became a millionaire, what's the dumbest thing you'd buy? I'd buy billboards with pictures of me waving to traffic. That's pretty funny. <laughs> what's the dumbest thing I'd buy? You got something? I'm trying to think. It'd be something I would just make fun of Ole Miss. I'd like buy a billboard in Oxford or something. You know, and there'd be no pressure in me to take well, it down. We could just put the picture that we took the other day on a billboard and like... It just says, friends, they're great. That's all. Yeah, that's what I would buy. <laughs> have the uh, have the old Saved by the Bell, uh, friends forever. Like, when you, yeah. maybe like have a, a speaker that played that. Because, yeah. I mean, we got a, you got money. You I got money, do yeah. Do whatever you wanted to do. Just constantly playing that. People who live near it are just going crazy. <laughs> just put that right on the square. That's what I would buy, actually. I would buy a, uh, a, a, a one of the, uh, the, if there's a vacant building on the square, I would buy it and put a Dollar General in there. <laughs> Or an apple piece. No, 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 no. Dollar General is ten times worse. 
Applebee's is pretty good, though. There may actually be a Dollar General in the square. There's no telling. Yeah, there's no telling. There's one of those things everywhere. I mean, I, I literally just found one in Starfield the other day I didn't even know existed. Oh, they're, they're all over the place. Did you know it's hard as hail and not hard as hell? I was today years old when I learned that. I don't think it's anything. I don't think there's like a specific thing. You can say whatever you want. You know, I can be say something that's hard as hell, or it can be hard as hail. I didn't know yeah. that. They, I didn't know hard as hail was a thing. It's, it's kind of like when you're singing, you can just make the words whatever you want. Exactly. What, what was it that? Well, uh, there, 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 hey, there's there's our fixing to be ad read. What was it that Robbie was singing in the press box that he thought? <laughs> we're gonna embarrass him like yeah. this. So he thought that one of the the lines from We Will Rock You was waving your bladder all <laughs> over the place. It's waving your banner That's all right. over the place. Uh, He's like, that song is really dark. They're talking about waving somebody's <laughs> bladder all over the place. And I was just like, what? Mud on your face, you big disgrace. Waving, waving your, your bladder all over the place. Like, why would Freddie Mercury say, hey, <laughs> I got an idea. We're going to talk about pulling somebody's bladder out and waving it around. <laughs> like, I think I think they would have been like, Freddie, that's a little dark. I got to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think that fits the vibe of the song. <laughs> Last one. Joel, how about that play by Matzik? Oh, man. Did you see that? I haven't seen it, no. Uh, on Sunday Night Baseball, the, the Phillies hit a, had a runner on first. Ball back to the mound. Matzik, left-handed pitcher. He reaches behind his head and, and catches You're getting away from the mic here. You oh, I'm sorry. Reaches behind his head and catches it with the glove. Oh, wow. And, and turns a double play. I mean, it was one of the better plays I've ever seen made by a pitcher. I'll have to see if I can find it here. Well, it was all over the interwebs on I the thought, Twitter the other day. I got it right day. here. Hold on. We'll give you live reaction uh, to this play if MLB.com will uh, will accommodate it. Yeah. Here we was... go. All right. Here's the 2-2 pitch. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, okay. The pitcher caught that. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's a good play. Yeah, he just reaches behind his head. That's and... a heck of a play. Yeah. Great job. I was like, at first I didn't see that the pitcher actually touched the ball. I thought it just bounced through the sex, the shortstop. I was like, this is not as – you've disappointed here. But no, no, that's a good play. Good play. Ford Polk wants to know, what wrestling finisher do you think you can perform successfully? Lots. Figure four leg lock is nothing. An ankle lock is nothing. You know, I could do a stone cold stunner, a, a rock bottom, a DDT. Have you ever actually applied the figure four to someone? Yes. Have you ever let them reverse it and reverse the pressure? No. I'm just sometimes some of that stuff just even if you try to apply it right just doesn't hurt. The figure yeah. four though, if you actually apply you actually, it right, if you push it down on the guy's leg, yeah. it will hurt him. Yes. It'll hurt you a little bit too. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, could I do a you know a 450 or a moonsault? No, but could I perform the stone cold stunner? Sure. Yeah. Did you forget our ad read by the way? Yes, I did. We'll come back to it after our four pole question. Okay. You may watching that video got me out. Do you prefer? I don't know what he's trying to say here, so I'm going to skip this question. Does it seem like we strike out looking at abnormal amount? State's one of the better strikeout teams in the conference, right? Yeah. Or they were before this last weekend, I think. I, and I don't recall them striking out just yeah, so, a ton. So then it, 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 it just seems like it is what we're trying to say, I guess. Yeah, well, when your team strikes out looking, it's going to seem like they did it 16 times because it's just going to aggravate. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating to strike out looking. What is the best action movie? Predator, Die Hard, Terminator 2, or Other? He votes for Predator. I vote for Predator as well. What's the best action movie to you? Yeah, I mean it's tough to go against Predator, but I mean, I, I mean I like the Rambo's and all this. Yeah, that, that whole nine yards. But I want the violence to be senseless. That's all I want. I don't want there to be any real story. 
I don't want to talk about the hero's greater journey. Yeah, I, and I just I, want kill him. I think we had this question or something similar to it a week or two ago, but mm-hmm. I mean, some of the comic book movie, they, they could really, if they weren't comic book movies, classify as action films. They some could. of the things, and I mean, some of those can be really. But they are good. comic book movies. So, so. Uh, all right, let's get it. Let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Whatever you're doing this summer, it's getting close to cookout season. It's going to be grilling time. Make sure that Welcome Home Beef is what's on the grill. The best steaks, burgers, and if you want to do some long smoke things, briskets and roast, they have all the cuts of, of meat that make a cookout great. Call them today. Put in your order. They are always happy to do special orders. And it's going to be a great, it's going to be the summer of Welcome Home Beef this year. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two brothers smoked meats this weekend. Again, you've got to put them on your to-do list. You've got to swing, sing, swing by. You can sing while you're there. I'd sing. The food is so good. This is delicious. Something like that. And a little, little barbecue ditty. Make it happen. Uh, yeah, two brothers. You know that that place is going to be hopping this weekend. Always a line to get in, but don't let that deter you because they have got great service. They've got plenty of seating out outdoors, and the weather's going to be fantastic this weekend. So sitting out on that patio will be fan, will be a great, great thing. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Southern Smoked Soul Food at Two Brothers. Advantage Business System says, hey, they've got a selection of services, of products, of, of innovative technology. That's the kind of stuff your office and your business needs to keep profits high and problems low. But they're also going to back that up with the kind of customer service you would expect from your next-door neighbors. How can you go wrong then? And they and you can't. That's what 50 years in the business does for you. It gives you that kind of credit. It lets you know that they're doing things right by their customers. Why don't you call them today and put Advantage Business Systems to work for you? Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. So Crystal Method asked a great question, but somebody answered it. So we're robbed of that because of, let's see, who who did this? The noble dude robbed us of a fantastic question. Sorry. Rules is rules. Devin Hedgepeth, what movie has caused you to cry before? Uh, eight seconds. That was one. Ooh, was, that's a good one. I was young, but like that got to me, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was tough. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I wasn't long from playing football when I saw Rudy, and so that 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 affected me. Even though I know the story is like it's really hyped up for Hollywood, yeah. Still, you know. Uh, when when Forrest Gump's mama died, yeah, that's good. I, I was still like, you know, Forrest Gump comes out. I'm pretty young, or yeah. Whatever, but like still to this day, I'm dying. When it gets to, when it gets to that point, like yeah. I. I kind of. Oh I'll, yeah, you I'll get flip, a little, little I'll, flip away. I'll flip away. I don't want to see all that. I'm I hear you. Get I hear you. I, I, I can hit some, you know, some emotional things here. I hear you. Bruce Willis, Armageddon. <laughs> 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 we win, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> what MSU sports memory has made you cry? And we're talking about tears of joy. Oh. That. I guess this could be it could go two different ways because state did lose the game in the national championship, but being there, I've talked about this on the show before. But being there in 2013, when state played for their first ever national title and they lost, 
and that maroon white cheer broke out even though state had just lost mm-hmm. and like there were tears in folks eyes and stuff and they had lost the game but I, I felt like it was a joyful moment like man we're proud of you guys kind yeah. of thing um I, i'm trying to think if there's another like tears of joy moment yeah i don't i can't Obviously, for me, I think I've told this story before about the, after the Auburn game in 2014, and you know, realizing the state was going to be number one, that, that was quite a moment uh, for me up there in the press box. I had no tears for that, but man, I had a good time. Yeah, out there soaking wet. That was that was pre-beat days, Joel. Yeah. Uh, Trotter Flynn, at what age do you stop asking for or expect a chip in when you host a crawfish boil? I'm past that age, but trying to figure out when that happened. This is a good question. You know, I had we had a cookout obviously this weekend. And I said, no, no, I didn't. I don't ask for anything. Yeah, I didn't even I, ask this time. I just came. Yeah, like, I, I, I think just... when you, you know, when you get, when you're <laughs> married and you have, when you own a home, and you have a good job, if you invite people over your house, you're inviting them, and they are your guests, and they aren't required by law to chip in. Now, if you guys are having a tailgate, it's not at anybody's house, or you're doing something out in like a park or something, then everybody can chip in. But if you invite people, and that's your house. You're on. You're it's on, on the, you. It's on you. You invited him. I would say. Will Maxwell taking my girlfriend and starting for the first time for a wedding and putting together a restaurant lineup. What changes would you make to, to this list for the full Starkville experience? Trying to fit cheese fries from the bin in at some point too. So here's where he's going: Friday dinner at Stromboli's, Saturday breakfast at Starkville Cafe, Saturday lunch at Two Brothers, Sunday breakfast, which would be brunch, for. Uh, so that's it. Here, here's here's where we we, we got we got to make some changes. So we'll just just get right to it. Tyler's got to be in there somewhere, right? Tyler was his Sunday breakfast, but they're not open for breakfast. They're open for brunch. So you can't do breakfast and lunch on Sunday like that. So, and he also he had Sunday lunch at Humble Taco. Humble Taco is not open on, on Sundays. Sundays. So let's switch Humble Taco and Two Brothers. Two Brothers is open for lunch on Sundays. So switch those. Stromboli's has a little bit of a cult following that I don't get. I like Stromboli's, but it, I would not go there on Friday night. I would go. I would go to Days for pizza if I wanted pizza. It just depends on what kind of atmosphere you're wanting, though. Too though, that's I guess. true. Because it is a. Di- I mean, it's definitely different. You got to know what you're getting into there. Well, I think if you're from Starville, Mississippi State, you would know. You what would Days know. Yes. Yeah. Um, Saturday breakfast at Starville Cafe is fine, but if you want to do Restaurant Tyler, you're just doing brunch. You're not going to get lunch because uh, Two Brothers would be closed by the time you know you're doing that. So. You gotta, if you want to do breakfast on sun, sun, Sunday and then lunch, I would go to the breakfast club over off of Highway 12, get breakfast there, and then go lunch at Humble, go lunch at Two Brothers. So that's what I would do. Yeah, it's a pretty good plan. And I would also uh, start your day or get an afternoon yeah. pick-me-up at There needs Strange to be a Strange Brew stop in there for sure. Yeah. Clifton Taylor. Dessert at Churning Spoon Ice Cream if, if, if coffee's you not your thing. There you go. Clifton Taylor, I recently traveled by air for the first time since the pandemic started. The flight crew asked us to make sure we wore our mask at all times, including during boarding and deplaning, which, of course, we did. However, this got me thinking. Another one of these questions, Joel. If the process of getting on a plane is boarding, shouldn't getting off be deboarding? Or if getting off is, in fact, deplaning, why isn't getting on planing? Make it make sense. I've never understood deplaning. Deplaning is not a real word to me. I don't. I don't buy no. into deplaning. No, I, that's that almost sounds like a made-up word. It, it like is a made-up word. Like you just stuck a de in front of planing. It's deboarding. I would say it should be boarding and deboarding, or unboarding. One of the two. Deplaning is not a real word, Clifton. Don't 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 believe it when people tell you. <laughs> uh, the English language, man. 
again. Jackson says, I asked this one before and want an answer this time. Nope. You, he get got to, he got got to. I just I'm not no no I'm not saying he asked this one he wants an answer from us I'm not answering this question the answer is neither I don't have to do anything I'll kill myself before I have to make those choices sometimes That's I don't I mean. even know what you're talking about but I will trust you fearless yeah. leader there you go game three of the College World Series finals Mississippi State versus Arkansas Landon Sims and Ke- Kevin Copps both come into a tie game in the eighth inning what happens does the game ever end they can't pitch forever whoever yeah. comes in for Whoever blinks first is probably going to lose. Uh, it's it would stand to reason that here's where watching Mississippi State, you see, as much as we all do, we see their flaws. I feel like State would probably eventually lose because somebody'd make an error. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I don't I say that not knowing how great Arkansas is defensively. I don't maybe they have fielding issues at times too. I don't know, but I feel like having watched State a lot, at some point somebody's going to throw one over somebody's yeah. head or something all right club 47 they're out there in the lounge what should we cook this weekend so if i was staying at home this weekend i'm in a barbecue chicken mood i feel like cooking some barbecue chicken so that's where i would say go you just can't go wrong with good barbecue chicken you really can't some thighs and some legs and some breasts and grill them up a little rub a little sauce can't go wrong you down i'm down all right <laughs> you want to cook for me again this weekend I'll... well we got to work that's true i can do it on sunday i guess but that's church day for you. It is. Player Pass has the question of the day. Scenario. After your whole life of killing insects and other tiny creatures, ants, spiders, worms, on purpose or not, a gigantic version of the one you have slayed the most of is back to avenge his falling brethren. Oh, man. What creature is it and how do you survive? It's a mosquito. I keep mosquito traps in the backyard. I got like four of them back there. Yeah. But for me, it's probably still fire ants, though, because I go around the house even now. Tump them over? No. Well, I mean, I just I have this humongous bag of, like, fire ant killer because I don't want the kids oh, okay. running through it and stuff. Yeah. And do you know how many fire ants are in one bed? A lot. And I so mean, a I'm giant just, fire ant. And I mean, I have, like, an acre and a half, so I'm sitting there walking around the backyard and everywhere just killing fire ants. So I'm pretty sure I've killed more fire ants than anything. So how, how do you survive a giant fire ant? I probably don't. Oof. I'm going to call in the Air Force for a giant mosquito. Like, you guys got to get out here and bomb this thing. I'm calling Columbus Air Force Base. Like, send something. I'm having, like, honey, I shrunk the kids thoughts here. Yeah, but instead. As I look up at this big ant. It's honey, I blew up an ant. <laughs> so, that's the question of the day. Wade Jones. Maybe I could also blow up one of the granules of poison. Now we're talking. Now we're on to something. And, like, just hold it up and he bites into that instead of me. Uh, I like that. Our second. Our, this is a second place, I think, for our question of the day from Wade Jones. When? Why do we say, "Man, look at the wind blowing"? Hint: We can't see wind. It's actually air moving. So what we're saying is, look at the trees. Look shaking. at the trees shaking because of the wind. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, because really, if you're inside mm-hmm. and you look out the window, of course, if you're inside, you're not feeling the wind. You're just seeing. Yeah. And you look at how do you really know? If the wind is blowing, or if the ground is swaying, thus shaking the trees. I, I feel pretty confident that here in Mississippi, the ground <laughs> is not shaking. I know we're not too far from the New Madrid fault, but, you know. Have you ever, like, experienced an earthquake? No. Thank not God, either. no. That would scare the life I out. would not know how to handle that. Like When we were in San Jose, you were, I guess you weren't there, but mm-hmm. that, I thought, that thought occurred to me. It was like, man, if there's an earthquake, I'm not going to know what the hell to do. I'm going to think the world is ending. 
And you know, you those people out there probably think nothing of it. But yeah. if you told them a tornado warning or something, yeah, they, they would know how to They would have it. no clue what the right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, I wonder how high an earthquake has to go for a Californian to go. That was bad. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, sometimes out there, right? They have them in the middle of the day, and they don't even yeah. stop what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Yeah, it's, you know, if you're driving, I guess it's a problem. But. Uh, Ernie Spiller wants to know our favorite dipping sauce for chicken fingers. Uh, probably buffalo sauce. Buffalo was, would be my answer as well. Um, depending on the barbecue sauce, I'm I'm all in with that. Yeah, I, I like a good honey. I mean, my overall number one's buffalo, but I like some honey mustard every now and then. Some some barbecue too. Yeah. Uh, Michael Stafford asks, with the hot streak that Tanner Allen has been on this year and his looks, have we done a DNA test to see if Chipper Jones is actually his daddy? <laughs> Chipper, was he, we ever in Mobile, Alabama about 20 years ago? You know, Tanner, he to me, he has to have those shades on to get the full Chipper. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when he takes his, his, his shades off and it's just, like yesterday, he's out there pumping gas and just said hello to I mean, he, he didn't... He didn't look as much like Chipper when he's out there wearing his shorts and a t-shirt and just a regular dude. But when he puts those at jersey on yeah. and he has his eye black and his yeah, it looks like him. Yeah, yeah. He, I there's it. and his stance looks like him and his I don't know some of his just body language as he trots kind of looks like. There's things about him when he talks, he talks like him. Yeah, but yeah, when the glasses come off and he's just a regular dude, it doesn't he doesn't look it's as, not as much. much. Yeah. Uh, Barrett Brutton wants to know, if Sims throws on a Saturday, what's the least amount of pitches he needs to throw to be able to give you an ending on Sunday? I'd say 20. Yeah, basically he, he needs to pitch one inning. Or just be really good in two innings. Yeah. So. And I, you know, I maintain, man, that, and I hadn't asked Chris Lamonis this, we hadn't had a chance to talk to him since, since South Carolina. We would have talked to him on Tuesday, but no game. Uh, I mean, Sims throws 34 pitches on Saturday. If he comes back in on Sunday, he's probably throwing at least between 15 and 20. Yeah. And so now you're getting up to where he's throwing 60, 70 pitches on a weekend. That's like a start almost. Yeah. And you have another game Thursday. Yeah. And so... So you know he's not pitching that Thursday game. Probably not. And so I completely understand why you do not use him on Sunday. I get it. Yeah. And I'd love to ask Chris, and perhaps I will, although by the time we talk to him, the moment will have kind of passed. Yeah. Like... If the game keeps going, is there any point where you're putting Landon in, or is he just totally off limits that day? Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Big Phil wants to know, and I don't know the answer to this. Maybe you do. Has there been any update to the hump renovations? I hadn't asked recently. I do think COVID and stuff has pushed has some pushed back, some yeah. of it back, but I, I don't have any specifics other than other than that. Yeah, I we, think it's still coming. We're supposed to talk to John Cohen today. Maybe I'll throw that in. Uh, when I say today, of course, I mean yesterday as you're listening. Uh, Colt, Colton Watson wants to know. Let's see here. I've got a little cousin that is a huge Braves and Ronald Acuna fan, like All myself. Right. His name is Levi, and he's eight. Do you have any era seasoned Atlanta baseball fan? Do you have any advice for the little guy? Enjoy the ride. And be go ahead and be prepared. There will be lots of October heartbreak along the way. But stay loyal. Because the highs are worth it. Mm -hmm. And hopefully one day, you know, you'll be rewarded. Little old eight-year-old me was only a couple years away from a World Series championship. So hopefully little eight-year-old Levi's pretty close, too. Got, yeah. got a team right now that should be in the running far at the next half decade at least. Sounds good. Rank these aspects of your weekend. Announcing of the game, 
officiating, camera work, state's hitting, state's pitching, the Ole Miss beat, and the food. Camera work was awful at Carolina. I mean, that might have been dead last. It was wretched. Announcing, maybe I didn't pay enough attention. I, I didn't notice them being bad. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know how to factor the whole Ole Miss beat thing into this equation. It, it was, was funny. Yeah. Uh, what what else are we ranking here? Uh, states hitting, states pitching, and the food. States hitting was great up until Sunday. Yeah. States pitching was good all weekend. Yeah. So I guess we go pitching one, mm-hmm. hitting two, because mm-hmm. I mean you can't take away the fact that the food was three. Oh, the food! I didn't know food was on here. I'll, I'll put food number one. I'll give you one. Yes, because it really and I ain't, I ain't just saying it because you're sitting there. It was really really good. It folks. was good. It was good stuff. I, I thought it was good too. Um, what what am I missing here? No, you got it. Okay. So our rankings are food, food, pitching, pitching, hitting, hitting the Ole Miss beat, officiating. Announcing, no, sorry, announcing, officiating, camera work. Camera work was last. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Uh, let's see here. Brooks White, what are the odds the NCA drops the stupid 50 capacity, 50% capacity thing? Listening to Kendall Rogers, it feels like that's sort of a maybe a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of thing. It's like, okay, 50%, just report what you report. You know, we'll see. Can State just randomly put some bleachers out in the parking lot or something and say, Capacity here is 30,000. Well, I don't know about something. state, but they were talking about Ole Miss, and I, I don't know that Ole Miss is going to host now, but they said that they could just tell them, like, look, outside the park is not city is not Ole Miss property. That's city property. We can't control who comes That's to just it. right field, though, right? Yeah. It, like, we can't control, well, I mean, the whole outfield. Like, we can't control what happens outside the walls of this stadium. We don't have any control over that. That's the city. For state, I don't know what you do there. I don't know. But I'm sure. I, I feel like there'll be. I, I feel like there's going to be fans. I feel like it's going to happen. Uh, let's see here. Tyler Brain, our friend, hey. wants to know how much time is too much time spent at the bin this weekend asking for a friend. That friend is him. He will be here this weekend. Uh, my friend, when you're when you're away, you know, I would say that like spending in a week. I would say in a month, if you spent ten hours at the bin, that's not too, that's not too many, right? So if you're only here for a weekend and you get 10 hours, the rest of the time you're fine. Yeah. Spend as much time as you want. Live your life. Do you. That's right. <laughs> Kent Botranger wants to know, what is the best Jim Carrey movie to you? Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. That's, yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one. Best Adam Sandler movie. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. We are in agreement. And then a real serious question here. Not too serious, I guess. One hit to win the College World Series. Who would it be? It can't be Mangum. Has to be from the past decade. So we've got Tanner run, Allen's up there. Runner on third, two outs. Gotta have one hit. Gotta have a hit. He's picked Adam Frazier. That's a very good pick. That's a very, very good pick. Yeah. TA may be mine. I'm gonna pick Brett Rooker. Rooker. Now, if that runner's on first, I want Rooker. Yeah, you're right. If he's on third, yeah. give me TA. All right. Uh, Walking Bully, rank these former Starkville eateries, Danvers, Bulldog Deli, Stagger Inn, Veranda, and Old Venice. I never ate at the Danvers here in Starkville, but I've eaten at a Danvers. It's not great. When was Danvers here? Back in like the 80s. Okay. Maybe no early, wonder 90s, I don't early 90s. Um, so we're going to rank them last. Bulldog Deli was awesome. 
Bulldog Deli is better than Pepper. It is. I know the, the same menu. menu. Same. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You got extra love at Bulldog Deli. You did. I might rank it number one. I'll be totally honest with you. I, that when I, this is one of the questions, and I saw very few of them before we record. I saw this one, and, and I thought Bulldog Deli number one. Okay. Bulldog Deli. Then I'm going to go Stagger in. I'm with you. I'm going to go Old Venice. I loved Old Venice. I'm still with you. Veranda, Danvers. I'm 100% with rankings. you. Okay. Lynn Gilmer, who is who is Will Gilmer's mom, not his wife. Yeah. Wants that put out there. <laughs> Which is fine. I understand, Miss Gilmer. Do schools have an option to refuse an umpiring group? I don't believe so. I believe they just show up and you, you can't say, no, we don't want them. That would, that would, because what are you going to do at that point? They, they're not going to be able to get new umpires in. I think in high school you can do that. Like you can say, don't send me these guys. I think in high school, because there's, there's always, like, it's just there's going to be connections. Yeah. They're, they're Mississippi guys and, like, you might have a guy who's like his brother is a coach there. You just, just got to be careful with that. But I don't think in college, because think about it, like, you get there at 5 o'clock, you find out who the umpires are. I mean, like, if you could do that, I don't think Marcus Petrillo or whatever his name is would ever umpire a state game again. He would never umpire anybody's games. Nobody likes that guy. Uh, let's see here. Chase says, we're the athletic director for the day. We have to schedule a home-and-home home for each of the big three sports. All options are on the table. Who you got? So in this assumption here, they will say yes. Okay. So who do you got for football? Answer me this before we start answering this question. Am I trying to just schedule a game that I, I want to see that team play uh-huh. kind of thing, or am I trying to schedule winnable games for my team? I think you're trying to schedule a trip with a team that you believe you can beat and is a good trip for your fans. Okay. Uh, let's see. What would be a good trip for the for the fans? Michigan. Michigan is a good good choice. Very good choice. And it just re you know, you could have like some kind of Gator Bowl anniversary when you kick their tail. Yeah. When they come in. Well let's not do that because you needed the snowball thing and that didn't work out. <laughs> That's true. I would go with Notre Dame. I feel like Notre Dame is a trip that a lot of college ball fans want to make. But I know Notre Dame is really good, but that, that every time Notre Dame plays an SEC team, they are bad. Yeah. And I feel like Michigan is like a name that yeah. you can always beat. Yeah, yeah. Or at least now you can. Basketball. Ah. Uh, I might have to go a little bit off the, the idea of can you beat them. Because, I mean, I wouldn't mind going to Duke. Going to Duke. Mind. Yeah. So, Actually, I, I've thought about it now. I'm, so I'm changing all my answers. I'm picking UNLV in every sport. <laughs> Never mind. You, you want to go to Las Vegas, Vegas. every time. I got three trips in one year. It was still kind of weird whenever North Carolina came to the hump. I was at that game. Back. Were you? Uh, I, I was not at it because that was – what year was that? That was uh, 11, I think. Yeah, I think that was when I just I, – I was in that in-between between the, my stints at the Daily, so okay. I had no like reason to be there, and I didn't go as a fan that day because I had a uh, – Yeah, I, I watched it from a birthday party. I think it was like my nephew's birthday party or something. So like I that. went to that game, and what you're saying is 100% correct. But when, I watched When North it, Carolina it, came out on the floor. It was just look weird. And you see Roy Williams shaking Rick Stansberry's hand, and I'm just like – North Carolina is in the Humphrey Coliseum. It was really weird. It was a little bit like a pro team had come. Yeah. It would be the same if Michigan or Notre Dame were on the field at Davis Way, too. I, I, I definitely believe that. So, yeah, probably North Carolina, maybe Kansas, somebody like that. I, I would want to play one of the Blue Bloods. Baseball, I mean, you know, you've already played them all. So, Texas, Austin's a fun town. Um, 
You know, who 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 on the ACC? You know, I mean, Georgia Tech would be a fun. Is Atlanta? Atlanta's a good trip. Um, Miami, UCLA, go, UCLA, go get revenge for 2013. Imagine that little stadium with MSU coming. <laughs> Wouldn't be a UCLA fan to be seen. Uh that'd be cool for basketball too if Allen was still here to get state yeah, UCLA. That would be. Yeah. Uh, Rob Montgomery, women's basketball, Texas. It's got to be Texas. It's got to be Texas. Got to be Texas. Right. You're going 0 2. Uh, Rob Montgomery, softball started 0 13 in SEC play, and now we're on a seven game win streak, including the last five against ranked Tennessee and Georgia. It is incredible. What, what is done. the most similar and surprising turnaround you can think of for a state team? 2018 baseball. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the answer. That is correct. Good job. <laughs> MSU announced some sort of partnership with Compass as the first of its kind with assisting athletes with NIL stuff. To paraphrase Michael Scott, can you explain what all that means like I'm five? I don't think Joel and I can, but if you go back and listen to the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast, John Cohen's going to do that for you uh, today. Uh, let's move forward. This is just another question about that. I mean, it kind of seemed like in reading that thing that it's just something to provide assistance to these players yeah. Yeah. Because they, they probably don't really know what they're doing. Right. If I had to guess. Correct. <laughs> they're consultants, basically. It's We're flying in. We were ranking these MSU number fives. Good job getting rid of that guy who... Uh, oh, he got him, too. Got I him said. good. Got him good. Andrew Howard, Gator Thiessen, Nico Whitley, Osiris Mitchell, Rakia Jackson, Romero Osby, Tanner Allen. He's right. getting a lot of mentions today, but TA's number one here, right? Probably. We'll come back to it. Romero Osby's last. Because he transferred out. Um, Osiris Mitchell is second to last. I mean, the most memorable thing about Osiris Mitchell's career is a drop. But uh, he was, in his tenure, maybe the top receiver while he was here. Yes. Isn't that something? Yeah, but still. Uh, that says more about where State was from a passing standpoint yeah. than anything. I'm going to rank Andrew Howard ahead of Rakia Jackson. Andrew Howard was a dominant force on a tournament Really good team. team. Yeah. And she might could you know, and she might be slam world me or something. She could probably body slam me. So, so Jackson, then Howard, then Thiessen, then Whitley, then Allen. I'm yeah. So here it is, one to one through the bottom: Tanner Allen, Nico Whitley, Gator Thiessen, Andrew Howard, Rakia Jackson, Osiris Mitchell, Romero Osby. We're done. Very good. Eric Busby. We will be competing for the highly coveted Nashville Sports League Men's Softball Championship next week. Can you give the fellas a pump-up speech to secure a victory? Men? This is is you. Is it me? Yes, Men? I spoke to Joel Coleman prior to coming to see you today, and he told me the following. Win, or I'll die. God, that's awful. That's awful. So, I, I was really hoping you would go like full dusty and cut yeah. the promo and oh, say, gosh. Just, just go out there and kick that, <laughs> kick their ass. <laughs> like when the Russians come here, Daddy. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is a fantastic question. I was re- I had to read it twice just to make sure what I was asking. One of my coworkers, no longer referring to him as my friend has asked me to go get drinks later this week. How do I decline the offer and let him know I'm only about the money in the absolute rudest way possible? <laughs> I would just be straight up with him. Be like, I don't need your fake friendship. 
I think you're fat, goofy, and a mask lover. You're probably celibate as well. And I don't I don't need I don't need that in my life. I'm about the money. So I just you know I'd also just hit call, him with it. Maybe call his mom ugly. I don't know. Ping pong Paris. Did you like Blazing Saddles? Did I like Blazing Saddles? Yeah, yeah. It's been a, hilarious. It's, but you, a movie that could never, under any circumstances, ever be remade. There's so many things that we used to watch that you just couldn't. You can't do, do it that. anymore. Yeah. Trey O'Brien wants to know: Do we know what SEC umpires are graded on for postseason evaluations? Thought I saw somewhere that they are not graded for ball strike calls. I have no idea what umpires are evaluated on. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that either. Obviously, it's, I, it's I do a, think that it's a bad uh, thing. It's not not working. Because Steve Steve was tweeting about some of this on Sunday, mm-hmm. and look, I he's tweeting about it, so I'm assuming he he knows. I think he did tweet something about umps are not graded on ball strike calls. It's more like they're graded on like game management yeah. kind of thing, keeping it under. Con- I, I don't know the answer, but yeah. that that was. What our good friend and host had mentioned on Sunday. And he would know. He, he, he probably knows. How many actors have hit the level where the presence in their movie makes it immediately a must-see? Is there an actor right now who's like, hey, he's putting out a movie that you're like, well, I'm going to go see it then? Denzel's been in that for Denzel me. Denzel is in that category. Uh, Tom Hanks has always been a guy for Tom me. Tom Hanks is in that category. Leo DiCaprio? See, for me, I'm, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of DiCaprio movies, but he's not a guy that immediately... If I see his name, I'm see. like, I, I probably am going to go see that. Yeah. What about uh, see like Marvel doesn't count because like just because I don't really care who the actors are, the stories are what drawing me in there. Uh, what about Schwarzenegger? He definitely not not now in the past. In yes. the past, Stallone was the same way. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was another was the guy same from way. There. Mel Gibson at that had a, had a run like that where you're like, hey, Mel Gibson, I'm going to go see it. Um, Johnny Depp. I like Johnny Depp, but he was no. never one where I've, I've just got to see every movie. Two from like the older days, Pacino and De Niro. You know, I always liked. Uh, I had a period that I mean, if Will Smith was in something, I Will was Smith is watch a good one. No, he's that's that totally excited. When when ID four came out, everybody's like, I'm going to go see that. Yeah. And then he made movies off of that for the basically like Will Smith outside of Independence Day. What's his best movie? Men in Black. Uh, but like, there's a drop off there. He's got some stinkers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pacino and De Niro for the older crowd is for sure. Was it the iRobot or something? That Will Smith. Yeah, was that in movie's it? terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. So, so the answer to your question is a lot. To be totally honest with you, uh, Kyle Brazell, better chance of making it to the show, Mangum or Allen? Oh, that's a really good question. Um. I feel like they both have a shot because they both can hit. Mm-hmm. Jake, I know, was working to you know get a little muscle, add a little pop. You know, he he could turn out to be kind of Adam Fraserish. Didn't have any pop really at state, and then goes in big leagues. And you know, Fraser got a little, he got a little something something in that bat sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could see Mangum. I could see both of them making it. Mm-hmm. I tend to maybe lean towards Tanner Allen just because I like his plate discipline a little more. And I think as you go up the ranks in professional baseball, that's important. Like Jake is very much a free swinger. Yeah. Which is okay when you're like Vlad Guerrero and and you're free swinging and you're hitting balls 400 feet. But I don't. Anyway, long story short, I like both their chances to to. 
at the very least get a cup of coffee. I like Tanner's a little more because he's more disappointed to play. Donnie Caffey, what is the best non-traditional style pizza? Barbecue chicken, chicken alfredo, buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo, buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah, I like buffalo chicken pizza. I do too. I'm gonna make a bar. Anytime I have leftover barbecue, I make a barbecue pizza. It's just it's just an easy thing. It's delicious. Uh, let's see here. This is a question that only you're gonna be able to answer. From Chris Nail. Some of the Braves associates were blessed with or acquired good teeth. Rank these teeth. Oh my gosh. Freddie Freeman, Peter Moylan, Kelsey Wingert. Who are those who are those second two people? Talk about an off the wall question. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to uh, ask it. The second two, Peter Moylan's former Braves reliever. He's now a analyst on their TV network. I'm going to have to have a look at his teeth. Here. Um, Australian, quite a funny Australian dude. Australian, quite a funny guy, mate. He um, does. He's got some big chompers. Kelsey Wingert is Bill Martin's friend. She's an LSU girl. Uh, used to be sideline reporter for the for the Braves. I. Uh, it's really weird looking at him in a Braves picture, and he's all sleeved up. And then you he's see got him tats next picture. Next picture, he's in a suit. Yeah, but if you take those sleeves or the suit off, he's all tatted, like sleeves. Yeah, all the way. Um, Yeah, Wingert, former LSU girl. And uh, anyway, she was kind of unceremoniously shown the door, and we don't really know why. Anyway, Freddie Freeman, I will forever remember his beautiful smile. Mm -hmm. I'll put him number one. Yeah. How can you go against Kelsey Wingert? I'm going to put her number two. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Peter Moylan, I like I like Peter Moylan, but when I think of him, I don't really think about his teeth, so yeah. I'll put him third right here. He's got the, the Steve Robertson thing going, but he doesn't have his hands done. Yeah. He's all the way sleeved up. Josh Patrick wants our thoughts on the new jersey policies for the NFL. Don't really care. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be flipping about it. I just I don't care what numbers anybody wears. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. Uh, Gil Mancling. Pick two, leave one. Here we go. Chicken. Thighs, legs, wings. Uh, thighs, legs, wings. I guess I'm I guess I'm kicking out thighs. Ooh, I'm kicking out legs. Really? Yeah. Wings. I just think about legs. I don't know. How like legs and wings. Legs, legs. <laughs> Knows how, how to use, use them. Thighs the best piece of chicken. Plus, really? you can get boneless thighs, so you can. Okay, fit. well, maybe I'm maybe you're talking me out of yeah. my, my decision. And here. wings, you can get drummies. Yeah, I guess you talked me out of All it. Right. I'll go with you on We're the legs. We're getting rid then. of legs. The black crows, the eagles, and the Dixie chicks. That's easy. Yeah, buy Dixie chicks. Yeah. So we were keeping Pat Green and the Eagles. Good job. <laughs> uh, Clint Eastwood, Tom Hanks, Robert De Niro. That's tough. I'm it's keeping Tom, tough. I'm keeping Tom Hanks in because I've already. Admitted he's my he's my dude. Uh, am I crazy here for wanting to keep De Niro too? De Niro is a great actor. Love De Niro. I may go De Niro. So you keep, you're kicking out Eastwood. Yeah, that's tough. He's gonna but... come kick your ass. Kick your ace. Yeah. Careful. Who are you kicking out? I mean, it's tough to kick out Eastwood. But if you do, I he's got to kick both of our. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. In terms of more rewatchable movies, Hanks and De Niro have him beat. So, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, and Street Fighter. Oh, I'm kicking out Tekken. Tekken. It's not even close, yeah. Trivia Night, Karaoke, and Bingo. I'm kicking out Bingo. Yeah, Bingo is for Meemaws, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to Bingo. Sheldon Nation says, a guaranteed College World Series title this year for Mississippi State. But, 
No pizza for the rest of your life. Can you have a calzone? What What if I told you no pizza product or any of its like cousins, like calzone? So no calzone, or, no stromboli, yeah. no pizza rolls. None of, that. None of that. All right, so then what do you say? I think I could do it. I'd yeah. hate it. I'd hate it. And I, there would be days where I was like, was it worth it? Yeah. But I think I'd do it. Yeah, I would do it. Winston Woodward asks, with Jake and Logan Paul creating an avenue for non-boxers to compete in boxing matches, what are the odds we could see a Steve Robertson versus Yancey Porter matchup? I don't think that'd be a match. That would not be much of a matchup. And I'm not talk- saying that just because Steve's my friend and Yancey isn't. Steve's a big dude, and Yancey is not. Got some wingspan. Yeah. Yeah, I think Steve would win that one. I think easy. there's a little bit of athleticism in Steve somewhere. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely. seen the dance moves. Yeah. I mean, he's got some coordination. I think, I mean, that's one of those eight second, you buy it on pay-per-view and you're like, I paid for that. Because exactly. it would not last long, I don't believe. I'd laugh. Kiva's right, who says, warning, do not answer these questions unless you're Brian or Joel. Good job. Besides baseball, which of the MSU teams, women's basketball, men's basketball, football, are the closest to winning a national title? It's going to surprise you. Uh, no, I know where you're going. It's women's here. basketball. They still have a ton of talent. A ton of talent. And I mean, the transfers they got in aren't Are good players. They're good players. And, they, and they still have kind of the, the core of their pretty, you know, mm-hmm. the players that you thought were really good going in last year. Yeah. Well, they're still really good and they're still here. Also, what is your favorite sub sandwich? Can be from Subway, homemade, anywhere. I'm like. The Jersey Mike's that's Chicken I, Philly? The Jersey Mike's Chicken Philly is the correct name. Okay. Well, that's where I'm going. All right. Leighton Cherami. With a close second being the uh, firehouse hook and ladder. Good call. Leighton Cherami says, if State were playing Arkansas this weekend, what would the outcome be compared to earlier in the season? State gets at least one. I think I think State loses the series, but they would get one. They would get one. Whit McAnally wants to know, what is your absolute go-to GIF? What is your, what's your number one? I really like the uh, the guy popping the uh, chair. The chair to sit out. Down. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's maybe my favorite. Mine is uh, the Nicholson nod. Oh yeah, the yeah the, the creepy nod. Yeah, I love that one. I use it a lot. What show is that from? The guy popping out the chair. Do you know? It's like a CW show apparently because a, a lot yeah. of the gifs has the CW at the bottom. So yeah. If you couldn't do a podcast about sports, what would the subject be of your podcasts? Does, does wrestling count as a sport? We could easily do a wrestling podcast. Are, are me and you doing this together? It says, what would the subject I guess of each of our podcasts. So you're hosting a podcast, but it's not about sports. If I'm doing it and it's it just religious? me, and it's probably. Yeah, that's a good call for you. I would do one about wrestling would be one I could do. Batman would be one I could do. Star Wars. I could do, I could do some nerd stuff. Shout out to Michael Bonner. He's back in the press box today. Good, good for him. <laughs> hey. Um... Michael's paper. Tyler Nelson. I doubt this is in the cards due to the amount of friends you have in the press box, but have you thought about broadcasting a live stream during football games or just away games? As someone who listens to the pod religiously, religiously, I enjoy the commentary in real time. Could be fun. Well, I promise you if we did do it, there wouldn't be gaps of, you know, 60 seconds or more where we're just being quiet and not saying anything. Not that anybody yeah. else does. Not that anybody else would ever do anything like that. Be very inter- entertaining. I, we've, I think we've thought about it, but... That's that's a setup that I just don't feel like I have. I don't have it. I don't have the setup for it. And I I, I don't know. So if we got a sponsor who wanted to do it, we could possibly talk. There's that. To it. And look, I know 
he said he would be interested here. I mean, how much of a market is there yeah. to watch us watch the game? Exactly. Like, it's just... Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of those watch-along things, but I don't know. I've thought about it. I'll say that. I mean, if I was on the outside, I would rather just watch the game with commentary of the game as opposed to right. watch right. anyway. Paul Barrett wants to know, and this is the question that Joel is excited about. Brian, if Joel called you one night and said, Brian, I'm desperate. I've tried everyone else I can think of. We need someone to cover the sermon at my church on Sunday, and you're my only hope. What would the title of your sermon be, and what would it be about? <laughs> we get like some, some organ music back here. I don't. I wish we could do that. We would talk about the joy of selflessness. The joy of being there for your friends. That when friendship is the the realness of friendship and how you should treat your friends and how our Lord would want you to treat your friends and how he would want you to treat a stranger and how he would not want you to call people fat, goofy, mask lovers, or celibate. Amen. You could even use like the Good Samaritan story yeah. and all that whole nine yards. Who who is your neighbor? You know the yeah. one. That, uh, let's see here. Two greatest commandments: love God, love others. I can help you out before yeah. you get up there. Martin Smith is Lamonis the man to bring us the most coveted of trophies at Mississippi State? No, I don't think he can win a college football national title at all. Good coach, but no, he can definitely win a national title in baseball for sure. Ready to get a little hot takey here for this question, though? Yeah. Is Harry Doyle the greatest sports movie character ever? Guys, Harry Doyle isn't the best character in the movie he's in. Yeah. All right? He's good, but Rick Vaughn, better. Serrano, better. Willie Mays Hayes, better. Jake Taylor, better. Lou Brown. Lou Brown may be better. Better. I love Harry Doyle, but no. He has his place, and the movie would not be the movie it is without him, but... Yeah. Adrian Brown says... I've loved the show since Fingers McGee was the co-host and listened through my military service. Thank you for your service. I was listening in Japan. (laughs) If Leach stays 10 years and either gets to or wins three or four SEC championship games, how does this happen to take shape? The first step in that is Nick Saban retires at Alabama and they they regress to the mean. Yep. That That has nothing to do with MSU. And, then, and that goes for everybody. Not just the SEC has to reset itself by Nick Saban getting out somehow. Yeah. And then it becomes state consistently getting top-notch quarterbacks and wide receivers. The defensive guys will take care of themselves. There's always going to be guys in this state you can get. They have to consistently get high four-star, five-star quarterbacks and four-star, five-star wide receivers. If they can do that, they have a chance. You know, you said that about defense. You said that you know, this state's always going to produce defensive guys. How did Ole Miss fall off so much defensively? A lot of it was they went star chasing. Like in 2016, they did not. They signed, I think, four or five wide receivers in that class. They didn't need that. Yeah. They didn't even really need A.J. Brown. They didn't need him. But they, they, they went after guys they needed. That's they it. If you could, can get A.J. Brown, you get A.J. You should, Brown. yeah. But they went after guys who could basically up their star ranking. So... Uh, Tyler Covington, HBO comes to you and gives you the resources to remake the final season of Game of Thrones. What does it look like? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go sit down with George R. R. Martin and be like, you got you got to help me. Another thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take, and I think they offered this to the guys, 
they could have done more se- more uh, episodes in that final season. Right. Like, no, we'll, we'll cram it all in. No, you got to you got to let gotta it pace, play out. Yes. And and you're gonna make sure you got time to tell what you're wanting to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And then just let it let it breathe. You know. You know. I mean, you know Basically, for me, after the last really good episode, I love the long night, but I understand the flaws of it. The episode where uh, Barrick Dondarrion and Torment the Giant's Bane are in the, uh, they're at the 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 Umber, the their hall, and they find the boy and yeah. he's been pinned up to the wall, yeah. and the thing catches on fire. That was awesome, and that was really it from there. So. Yeah, I you know I think I would have wrapped up Game of Thrones with a little bit of a just a storybook ending. I really would have. I, I would have let John John, John Snow, Snow the prince that was promised. Yes, yes, that's what should have happened. Uh, Caleb Glover has our last question of the day. Rank these football players with one name: Maradona, Pele, Ronaldinho, Messi, Neymar, and Gronk. First off, how does Ronaldo not get on this list? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Do you need me to rank the soccer guys? Yes, I do. All right, Pele, Messi, Maradona, Ronaldinho, Neymar, and then Gronk. If you could only eat one breakfast pastry for the rest of your life, what would it be? Maybe just a plain old glazed Krispy Kreme donut. All right. I'm going to go with a raspberry-filled donut. Love them. What... Who is what is your preferred cough drop flavor? Do you do you do a lot of cough drops? Mine's honey lemon. It's always the honey lemon. Honey lemon. Anytime I don't do a lot of them, but when I do, it's honey lemon. And then our final question: What major league character would you put on the baseball team? You need Serrano. I was gonna say you get a little pop. pop. Yeah, Serrano. That's the answer. It really is. All right, we're we'll back tomorrow. We'll talk a little special teams and uh, thinking about Vaughn and Sims down there in that pen together. Oh my god, that 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 would be sick. But. <laughs> I don't know. Eddie Harris, the guy who gets you not at seven, eight innings, but just throwing junk. Yeah. Bardall. I mean, you get Willie Mays Hayes, move Rowdy over to left, put Willie Mays Hayes in center. Vagisil. <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys, have a good one. We'll talk to you again. Uh, for Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.